Welcome to the Herald Podcast, New Generation, a podcast created for those who desire a new way of gaining information rather than reading a traditional newspaper. In our show, we will discuss everything from sports, pop culture, politics, and local news. To stay up to date on our latest episodes, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast service, such as Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, and you can also check us out on our website. And don't worry, we keep it short most of the time. Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With the digital subscription, you get web exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the New Generation Podcast. I am your host, Tanner Mondock. And I'm your other host, Jenna Avery. And this week, we have a very, very exciting guest. Here in the studio, we have Dr. Patrick Lackey. Right now, you might know him as a chemistry professor over at Westminster, or maybe even a Kennedy Catholic graduate. But after Thursday, which is, of course, this airs on Saturday, you're going to know him as a Jeopardy contestant. So, Patrick, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, how are you doing? I'm happy to be here. I I'm, uh, sort of feel like I'm living through a dream right now. Um, it's, it's pretty surreal to think about everybody seeing my face on Jeopardy tonight, but uh, I I'm, I'm getting by. Right. Well, we're going to talk a lot about this. You know, I'm very interested to hear about how this all came to be and everything. Of course, we can't talk about the specifics of the show. You're going to have to watch the episode to find out what happens. We're going to get into all of that right after we take a brief break for a word from our sponsors. At 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. All right, so you, I guess we should say were on Jeopardy. Again, we're recording this on Thursday. So you were on Jeopardy. Thursday night. So how did all of this kind of start for you? Have you been like, you know, a lifelong Jeopardy fan or? Yeah, you know, I, 
it's hard to think about when I started watching Jeopardy because Jeopardy has sort of always been a thing um, for my whole lifetime, at least. But I do have these really vivid memories of watching Ken Jennings during his streak. Um, that was on, I think, when I was in high school or in college. Um, and, and, you know, I, I thought that was really fascinating to watch this person win all these Jeopardy games in a row. And then when I got to graduate school, um, some friends and I had a trivia team at the, the local pub trivia. Um, and we had done pretty well. And we sort of, you know, found out through the grapevine that the only thing you had to do to start the process of being on Jeopardy was go to Jeopardy's website, sign up, and one day a year back then they used to offer a test and you could take the test and then it just went off and you know things sort of fell into place from there. So it was really easy to do. So my trivia friends and I all started taking the online test and just sort of seeing what happened. Um, so I think it was about 2013, I actually did get called for an interview for Jeopardy, hmm. you know, almost a decade ago at this point. Um, so I went to a hotel in Nashville. I met a bunch of the producers. I met some people who ended up on the show. Um, I, I had an in-person interview for Jeopardy, and I, I was not selected that time. But it is something that, you know, is uh, something I've been trying to do for a while. And, and I had gotten pretty close in the past, um, although I had sort of tailed off a little bit on taking the test up until this most recent year. Right. And so, of course, that was 2013, and we're now in 2022. And, you know, you made it. So... What were those years like in between? Where you just always continued to prepare or whatever, studying per se, or? or... So you know, Jeopardy is hard to study for. Um, even night to night, you know, some nights you watch Jeopardy and you know you know the answer to twenty-five or thirty or forty of the questions on the board. And some nights I watch it and I know the answer to like fifteen or twenty of them. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's really hard to prepare for Jeopardy. I was still trying to remember to take the test. Um, it, it sort of started to coincide with the end of my time in graduate school. And then when I finished graduate school, um, I came back to Western Pennsylvania. I started at Westminster. The test was always during the week that the first week of spring semester classes was at Westminster. And so it got harder to make time for it. Hmm. Um, but if you watch Jeopardy, you may know that just last month there was a professor's tournament that was on. And hmm. so they started advertising for college professors to apply, take the test, you know, put themselves in the system for Jeopardy. And I had heard about that. Some people let me know about it. I saw it advertised on the show. And so when I looked, I saw they had changed the test. You can take the test anytime now. And I thought, you know, same thing that I thought when I started taking the test a decade ago was it's only 50 questions. It takes 20 minutes. I can sit down and fill that test out and then see where it goes from there. And so I actually hadn't taken the test in a couple years when I took it at the end of the summer this year. Um, mm -hmm. But I took it at the end of the summer. I felt okay about it. They don't tell you whether you get the questions right or wrong. It just kind of disappears off into the internet and you wonder what happened. But I took it and thought, I got a lot of those questions right. You know, I did okay. Like, I might make it to the next step. And um, that was the beginning. You know, it all started to fall into place pretty quickly after that. Hmm. Well, your time from 2013 until now, present day, just shows how much perseverance you have. So that could be very inspiring to you and anyone who knows you. So going into this actual episode of Jeopardy, what does it feel like? Was it a surreal moment for you to be like, hey, I finally made it here? It, it really was. You know, it's one of those things that because of the way they filmed the show, they filmed it in November. Mm -hmm. um, so 
it films in November and you can't really talk to anybody mm -hmm. about it because you, there's hardly any studio audience because of the pandemic. And so you film this episode and now it happened and you were on Jeopardy, but nobody knows you were, I mean, you know, I, my family knew some of my coworkers, right. knew. nobody knows what happened. At the point that we filmed the episode, nobody even knew Amy Schneider existed. She hadn't been on one episode of television. And so you know all these things about Jeopardy, and they're all like bottled up inside of you, all these Jeopardy spoilers that you can't tell anybody about. Hmm. And now it's two plus months later, and, and everybody is like seeing all these things that you've known about and can't talk about them. And so it really is a very, that, that's why I was saying, it was a, it's a dreamlike experience this week. Not only because I'll be on Jeopardy and it's something that I wanted to do for a long time, but because I've never experienced anything like this. This you know having had this thing happen so long ago and have it like everybody kind of catch up to it all at once. Right. Yeah. Did you have any moments where you kind of like slipped up? You know, accidentally said something about it that maybe a... you know, we were we were told that if we really wanted to talk to people about the results that we could talk to people who we thought would have been in the audience with us. So, mm -hmm. you know, up until the pandemic, you could bring some family members or friends as guests to sit in the audience and be a Jeopardy audience member. Mm -hmm. And so they would obviously know all the things that you would know. Right. So I did, there are a couple family members who I will not disclose, but there are a couple family members who know the results and I've been able to talk about it with them, which, which has definitely helped because it would be hard to not be able to say anything to anybody for this amount right. of time. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, maybe not a lot of people realize, but you were kind of like talking about how, you know, you film this way back in November, they kind of film a bunch of episodes like all at once, you know, and just kind of like sure. air it. So kind of walk us through, like, what was that day like when you're actually like recording the show for as much as you can actually say? Absolutely, like, what sure. What was that like? Um, so we filmed on a Monday in November and it was the day after the time changed. So okay. I had flown out to California through three time zones and a time change <laughs> <laughs> and went into a basically like a parking garage with school desks set up to be socially distanced for intake <laughs> at 7.30 in the morning, Los Angeles time. And so everybody goes in and, you know, they're, they're checking. Uh, we had to take a COVID test at the studio the day before. So they're like checking the result where they're making sure everybody's eligible. They're giving you um, all the materials you need for the day. So, you know, they give us um, like a mask for PPE. They have like a makeup puff that you carry around with you so they can polish you up. You know, <laughs> chemistry professors are not always made for television. So, so um, you know, there, there's a little bit of makeup work to be done. And they, they give you all that. And, and you sort of have a chance to meet everybody who's there. And so, you know, some other people are coming in. We're introducing ourselves. The East Coasters who are like living in a time warp, we all found each other pretty quickly. And we're like, whoa, this is weird. I don't know where I am or what day it is. <laughs> but you can also tell everybody's kind of like scoping out who's coming in. You know, mm -hmm. we're all Jeopardy fans there. You don't randomly end up on Jeopardy without watching Jeopardy. So everybody knows who the champion was the Friday, the episode that we just watched. We're thinking we knew the episode was going to be on in January. So, you know, I went in and was like, oh, if Kate is still here, she is really going to be thrashing people. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I kind of hope she doesn't show up, but she wasn't there. And so I was like, OK, I think it's going to be a new champion. Like maybe they bring the returning champion in differently. I don't know. So they take us once they get everybody checked in. They took us to the Wheel of Fortune set 
because oh. we couldn't use a green room. There wasn't enough space for all the contestants. They had, they had the contestants for the whole week. They have a bunch of producers. So we sat in the Wheel of Fortune set as a green room. The wheel is right in front of us. It's covered. There's a big sign that says, do not touch the wheel, <laughs> which made me want to touch the wheel even more. <laughs> of course. Although I also did not want to get kicked out of Jeopardy. So, uh -huh. so I didn't touch the wheel, to be clear. Um, <laughs> and so we're up there, and they're introducing us, and you know they're, they're sort of... Uh, pumping our egos up a little bit. They're telling us 100,000 people take the test and only 400 people are on Jeopardy every year. Like, you've really, no matter what happens today, you've really done something great. And then they start calling us down for hair and makeup for some practice games. And as they do that, they tell us, first to hair and makeup will be the defending champion and two other people. And we can tell you more about the defending champion now. Her name is Amy. She's won 31 games in a row and she has $1.1 million in the bank. And like wow. you could hear a pin drop. And then a couple of us, I think I included, like laughed. I was like, well, they must do this to everybody. Like uh -huh. I'm sure they're pulling our legs. And then we look and we're like, they're not pulling our legs. <laughs> and that's when we were like, oh boy, we, we might be in trouble. <laughs> right. And so, um, you know, that was, that was the first time I had a chance to process like what the task was. I was kind of hoping, you know, I'm on Thursday's episode. I would have loved to play Wednesday's champion who had just beaten Tuesday's champion. That's what I was hoping for. Mm -hmm. um, and so now you have to kind of reframe your mindset. Like, what are you trying to do here? Now you realize like, I might not just be a person who wins a random Jeopardy game. I might be like the lady who beat Ken Jennings and became a meme after she did that, which is a whole different set of facts to process. Right. And so you're kind of dealing with all those all morning while they do everybody's hair and makeup, and then they take you over to the Jeopardy studio. Um, they do some practice games, so you get a chance to stand up on the stage, you know, see what the board looks like, see what the clues look like, get used to working the buzzer, get used to answering in the form of a question, you know, all of those things, they sort of give you a chance to do it so you're not going in there cold. Um, and you're also like processing a million different things at once, including the information that one of the top five Jeopardy players of all time is sitting in the audience with you, is in the practice game with you. And, and so um, it, was, it was really a, a whirlwind morning to try and figure all of that out all at once. Oh, oh man. That sounds like a ton of fun, though. I it, was, I, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things that um, part of me was like, oh, I wish that this happened during a time that wasn't in the middle of the pandemic. Like, I wish I right. could have people come out here with me. I wish it maybe wasn't in the middle of this semester. I wish I could spend some time in Los Angeles. But also, you know, you're there and you're just like, I am on Jeopardy. <laughs> I am sitting in the Jeopardy audience. I'm watching a Jeopardy episode filmed live in front of me. Like Ken Jennings is standing there. Ken Jennings is talking to me now. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it, it certainly it was a lot of fun. It was an incredible experience, um, you know, despite all of the, the differences in the process. Yeah. For, for the pandemic. Absolutely. So we are recording this episode on Thursday and the episode of Jeopardy actually airs tonight. So do you have any plans? Are you guys doing a watch party? Is anything happening at Westminster? So we have a small watch party on campus. Um, some of my students are invited, um, some faculty and friends, um, people who are, you know, able to come. And so um, I know I have friends, you know, all around the country at this point watching at various points during the day. So I have a friend in Houston who is going to be able to watch this afternoon. And 
um, all my other friends were like, you can't tell us if he wins or not until it's on for us. <laughs> and so um, we do have a small watch party. Um, and, and it'll be really cool. I, I'm glad that it's on during the semester mm-hmm. um, so that it's something that, you know, all the students can experience because it, it, it really makes it a lot more fun for me. Right. And I mean, how are you going to teach class on Friday? <laughs> like, I, you I had enough trouble that? teaching class this morning. I have a class <laughs> to teach in like an hour and a half that I have to figure out <laughs> how to get through this afternoon. It's, yeah. it, it is, and it's the first week of class on top of that. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been doing the best I can. Right. (laughs) That's all I can say. Yeah. So what do you expect class to be like on Friday? You know, do you expect maybe like a warm reception? Are you expecting a big round of applause from your students or something when you walk in or? You know, um, that's hard to answer because I also know the outcome of the game. (laughs) True. That's right. We don't want to get into that. Yes. What I'll say is uh, I had a, a list of goals for what I wanted to do on Jeopardy. And they mostly involved not embarrassing myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't want to go negative. You want to make it to Final Jeopardy, first and foremost. Yeah. And I also, I, I would like to give my students the least amount of ammunition to roast me for my appearance <laughs> as possible. <laughs> Although, I feel like that might be a loftier goal than defeating Amy Schneider. So, <laughs> I mean, any way you look at it, you're probably still going to be a meme come tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure that I will be turned into some kind of meme. So yep, I, yep. I, I've already accepted it. <laughs> and speaking of your students, you're not the only professor who's actually made it onto Jeopardy that taught at Westminster College. So going into Jeopardy, did you converse with that other professor? So Dr. Sproul is retired, and he retired either before my first year or right after my first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he was an English professor, mm-hmm. and so I did not really have the chance to to meet him or talk to him about Jeopardy. I did talk to some other Jeopardy faculty who knew him mm-hmm. and told me, you know, oh, he was on Jeopardy. Like this will be really exciting mm-hmm. in 1989. Yes. yes. Um, and so I did not get a chance to talk to him, although I was told that he was on Jeopardy and he finished second. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Huh. So it's going to be like a little bit of like a ring of honor over at Westminster of all the Jeopardy contestants that are. Hopefully. I I, I think, (laughs) I I know that we've had a couple other ones who have been to interviews. So maybe we can, maybe we can start to build the ring of honor out a little bit. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe you'll come out on top. Mm. You'll finish better than second. I guess we'll have to wait and see. That's right. That's right. I know that I am definitely very excited to see how this all plays out for you. So, I guess I want to ask though a little bit about Alex Trebek. I mean, were you a huge fan of him? You know, I was. You know, th- one of the things um, after his diagnosis and when you know it, it was clear that he he was very sick, mm-hmm. um, I, I did think you know after he passed away, like, oh, I don't even know if I want to. It, it's not the same to be on Jeopardy without right. him there. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will say, I thought. Um, having Ken Jennings be the host is kind of a, you know, he's still a Jeopardy icon in the way that Alex Trebek is. Mm-hmm. And so um, as, as much as I would have loved to be on Jeopardy with Alex Trebek, um, I, I didn't know who the host was going to be before. You know, they've been sort of alternating hosts this year between yeah. Ken and Maya Bialik. And so I actually did not know that Ken was going to be the host when I got there. Mm-hmm. But as a Jeopardy fan, I, I was excited to see Ken there. Um, right. and, and it was really cool to watch Ken interact in person with this champion who's charging towards his record. You know, that that was also a really unique experience to kind of see him process in real time that um, if you watched Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's games, uh, 
the the challenger pull from that week, we did not really press Amy very hard on those first three days. And so <laughs> watching Ken see this person and realize like, oh, my record might not be safe and I might be standing here as it goes down was was really an interesting experience. And, yeah. And he, he was really gracious about it, too. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that was really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what happens in your case, you were definitely part of Jeopardy history then that, in that's, a way. That's so, what I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, that's really cool then. Well, I think we're nearing the end of the show here. So if there's anything else that you would like to add, you know, before we wrap things up, the floor is yours. You know, I, I guess the last thing that I would say is it's been a really cool experience because I've been able to come back to Western Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, I lived in North Carolina for a long time. I went to grad school at UNC. But being able to come back and be at Westminster and live, you know, in the community that I grew up in while this is all happening has, I, I think, you know, sort of made it a very different experience than if, if I lived somewhere that I had a little bit less history. And mm -hmm. so um, it's, it's cool to be here at the Herald, to <laughs> be on the Herald podcast and, you know, see my face show up on the front page. And um, <laughs> all, all those little things ha have made this a really cool experience. And, right. and so I'm, I'm really happy and excited to be here. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be able to talk to you guys today. Oh, well, awesome. So you're enjoying the press tour then. So you're sure. Why? <laughs> you know, at, just like it's difficult to get chemistry professors ready for television, mm -hmm. chemistry professors do not have very many moments in, in the limelight, and so I'm going <laughs> to do my best to enjoy it while I can. Yeah. Well, hey, I think you did a fantastic job on this podcast, and I'm sure you did all right on Jeopardy, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. That's right. You'll have to. Um, oh, everybody will know by now. But Yes, but, everyone will know. Um, um, YouTube will have to wait and see. I'm yes. sorry for keeping you in suspense. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, just in case there is anyone listening to this that did not catch the episode on Thursday, do you know if there's a way to kind of catch like reruns of Jeopardy? I, you know, people ask me that. I know that sometimes they put full episodes up on YouTube, although mm -hmm. I don't know what how they decide to do that. Okay. Um, and I know that sometimes they run reruns on the mm -hmm. weekends, but again, I don't know how they decide what to run. It, it's possible that local stations would rerun the episode with me on it because I'm on it, but that's a little bit conceited for me <laughs> to conclude. I don't know right, if that's uh, how it works. Um, but I do know that reruns do run on the weekends. Uh, They're only new episodes on Monday through Friday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you'll probably DVR it, you know, record it on your, if you have cable, you know. Sure, sure. Yes. They'll and they can always check it. out your social media pages as well. I'm sure you'll make a, a post tonight. I certainly will be talking about it on social media yes. as well, yes. And I, I'm sure that uh, Westminster <laughs> will have plenty to say as well, yes. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show this week. Um, I know all of Western PA is very excited to see you Thursday, 7 p.m., see how you do on Jeopardy. And yeah, that'll do it this week on the New Generation Podcast. I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And I want to thank you all for listening. All right. Well, thank you.